up Tuesday with Tamika family. I am super excited to present this week's episode. But before we hop in, y'all tell me how y'all feeling about like these commercials in the beginning. Um, I I wanted to definitely step up my game and be more professional and do kind of like an intro to every episode and just tell you what's been going on. If you a church girl like me, You know, before the pastor brings that word, we always have church announcements. So let's call this the TWT announcement section. So this week, there's tons and tons of announcements. uh, But this episode, uh, God Honors Movement was really, really dope, Um, really powerful with my girl, Takima, my cousin, if you will. Um, And we just really dove in into how... God gives us certain things, but it's up to us to use what he gives us. So with that, I wanted to encourage you and remind you that this episode is sponsored by the Restored Manual. You can now pre-order your manual. Now listen, don't wait, you guys. There's only about 30 pre-orders left. Of course, you can order the book at any time, but with the first 100 pre-orders, you are getting an extra special Tuesday with Tamika gift attached and special packaging and all that good stuff. So jump on over to www.tuesdaywithtamika.com and order your copy today. Pre-order your copy. The other thing I wanted to remind you of is the Becoming Her Playbook. It is only $2.99. You can get that too. That is an ebook. And last but not least, this is also the one-year anniversary of the 21-Day Gratitude Journal. And for the entire month of April, we are offering that for the $4.44 price. If you know, you know. So go on over to www.tuesdaywithsamika and enjoy all those resources. Let's hop on over to this podcast. Love y'all. One, two, three. month of April. It is also the anniversary to our podcast. Last month was our birthday. We are one years old, right? And I always think about, and I probably have already shared this in one of the podcast episodes, but I, you know, God uses analogies with me. Like I am the analogy queen. And I think about a one-year-old, this is right about when they are walking, they are growing, like they are, they are discovering you know, parts of their body and just parts of their family. They're discovering who they like and who they don't like, right? So that's where we're at at the podcast. (laughs) So I really want to thank the loyal TWT family. Those of you guys that have been rocking with us since March 4th, 2020. Those of you guys that share the podcast, that like the podcast, that rate the podcast, trust me, all of those things do not go unnoticed. Like, 
literally God has been dealing with me about sowing into good ground. And I'm telling you this podcast, the content, let me just keep it all the way 100. Tamika Thomas is good soil. So those of you that are sowing into my soil, trust and believe you're sowing into good ground. Y'all already know what it is. Over here at Tuesday with Tamika, we are lifting as we are climbing. We are turning our trials into treasures. We are living a life to inspire and not impress. And we are allowing God to fully restore us. If you think of a house, right, there's four cornerstones of every house. Those are the cornerstones of this house. Somebody type in this house, okay? When you reshare this, <laughs> type in this house for Tuesday with Tamika. Those are our cornerstones. And if you are rocking with us, that's because that's what you believe as well. Also, I just really want to thank you guys because the podcast has hit over 3.2 thousand thou wow <laughs> downloads. And I could not have done this without the help of all of you. This is a family affair, right? This is a family affair. And today we're going to keep this thing moving with somebody that I affectionately call cousin. This is my cousin <laughs> from, uh, this is my family. Um, quick backstory, but before I get into all of that, let me slow down. Let me slow this train down. <laughs> Our quote of the week is God honors movement. Somebody, as you are resharing this, make sure you use the hashtag God honors movement. That is also our tweetable moment. If you are part of the tweeter family, make sure Twitter family, I said tweeter, Twitter family, <laughs> make sure you put in God honors movement. And I made that the quote of this week because that totally sums up this young lady. Quick backstory, real quick backstory. Y'all already know the journal that I created last year, this time last year. Actually, this is also the anniversary of the journal. So what I want to do for my Tuesday with Tamika family, if you inbox me or you message me, I will give you the um, promotion price that we did last year for the journal at $4.44. But here's the story about that journal. When I was searching and I was praying and I was asking God, how, who and how do I get this thing going? Because I knew nothing about it. I was directed to this young lady and she poured into me. She gave me tips and tricks. She gave me her wisdom and her knowledge that really helped me make that journal a success. So I really want to wow. honor you, cousin. I want to, uh -huh. hey sis, you got a minute? Let's just get into this thing. You got a minute? <laughs> hey sis, you got a minute? 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 <laughs> I got all the minutes, okay? All of them. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Listen, y'all, before we sweet push record, we was talking about these kids that live with us, these people that live with us, and <laughs> they run the show, right? So her, her oh, daughter is yeah. in the background. Yes, yes, queen. No, listen. Mika, <laughs> literally. As you were just doing, you know, talking just now, my daughter literally came out here and she's like, can I have dessert? And I'm like, oh my God, that's going to be recorded. And then <laughs> I'm like looking at her like, I, this is work. Like I'm working. <laughs> and she proceeds to do a whole kind of like dance session trying to get me to laugh out loud. Like she, 
These kids, <laughs> they not loyal. They are not they loyal. <laughs> Listen, my kids ain't got no respect. I be like, look at this reel. I got over 4,000 views. They be like, okay, but what's for dinner? I'm like, <laughs> y'all don't even be feeling me. I love it. I love that you're a mother. I love all the things that you are doing. But before we really get into this podcast, introduce yourself, sis. Tell the people uh, all things you. Well, I mean, if it wasn't for Jesus Christ, I would not be here. Or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. Because homegirl is ratchet, okay? Um, No, but seriously. <laughs> I am a believer. I'm a blood-bought believer. I am saved, saved, okay? Come on. I may, I may not always do saved things, which God is delivering me because <laughs> surgery is real, okay? Listen! Um, I'm over here in surgery like, Lord, okay, I'm getting it together. Can I Can I get some eyebrows back? Some edges, <laughs> maybe? No? Oh, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> so I have actually been saved since I was 19. Wow. Um, but I feel like specifically from 2000 literally from 2020 till now I'm like oh I just got saved yesterday honestly child Jesus why nobody told me the truth for real I'm mad at that but anyway listen are we gonna is that what we're doing because I mean I I felt the need to say something because Jesus he has Mm -hmm. done a work so going back to who I am so that is who I am right um, born and raised in the Bronx, New York, currently living in Atlanta, Georgia. I have one daughter. I think that's all God knew that I could take care of because <laughs> I don't know. Um, I am a five time independently published author, creative writer. I love all things writing. Writing is the best form of art to me because that's yeah. how you get to express yourself. And I am also a workshop trainer and facilitator. So I teach people how to develop their signature workshop program talk based on the power of their story. Because not only do I I like to write stories and tell stories, I like to help other people develop theirs. Because I believe that there is power in your testimony. Mm. And the only way for you to get it out is for you to tell it. Now, yeah. people go the book route, and I'm, I, I'm all for that. But when the book is done, what happens? You know, you have to go beyond the book. So I help people to go beyond the book, which is my signature program. Um, And I'll talk about that at a later time. But um, so that's what I do. That's the work that I do. I get to do that. I get to do podcasts like this with my cousin, Tamika. We have (laughs) almost the same name. It's weird, you know. Um, So I get to speak. I get to, you know, travel. I get to do workshops. You know, I get to create, which is, you know, a gift that God has given me. And I'm grateful to be a creator. So, um, but most of all, I get to help people tell their stories and tell about the glory of God through what they've experienced. So that's me. I I absolutely love it. I adore it all. So I wanted to, because I know when people are going to be looking at the show notes, they're going to be like, wait, huh? Is (laughs) it Tamika? Pronounce your name for the folks in the back. The ones that always want to get us our black girls' names. Because Listen. sometimes our moms put the, the you know, sometimes they do put the vowels and stuff in the wrong places, but that's okay. That's neither here nor there. We gonna teach y'all how to say our names and say, put some respect on it. So put some respect. Your name. Yes, so <laughs> it's ta ki 
Ma. Ta. He. Ma. Not Tamika. Not Tanika. Not Tequila. Because I have been called that several <laughs> times. Which I'm like, there is no L or Q in there. Like, what are you doing? Um, but it's Takima. And and I mean, thanks. if you know how to read, it's like phonetic from 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 phonetic. Right. No, no, no. Correct. The things I literally feel like there's a large percentage of people who are dyslexic. Honestly, you have to be for you to look at my name and say Tamika, and then look at me as if I'm telling you the wrong name. No. That's not, well, I read, no, read it again. Oh, okay. And I'm like, yeah, you didn't read it right. Because my mother (laughs) named me the right thing. I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I have been, um, the whole month of March, I was, I've been teaching young girls the importance, well, well, people in general, but specifically uh, young girls of color, you know, because some of our Latina sisters, they have some big names as well. But all of our girls with these big names, I've been teaching them, no, correct people, you know, because for years I would say, it's okay when people would say, is it okay for me to call you Tammy or Tam? Sure. But I'm what? like, what is so hard about Tamika? Like, that is so easy to say. Like, it really so I'm is. glad that it really is, right? So I'm glad that you, now that we got all the, 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 the stuff out the way, um, yes. we're going to stay on, on script because we might get a little bit ratchet, but. If it happens, it happens, right? God That's still what happens when that. East Coast and West Coast get together. I'm sorry. This is what happens. This is what happens. Speaking of which, okay, this is how we're going to start this thing all the way off. My 19-year-old, first of all, he's still wet behind the ears. He don't know nothing. He out here trying to tell me, um, oh, I don't want to start no battle. I don't want to start no beef to keep up. But he is out here telling me that Biggie was better than Tupac. I mean, she's like, she's quiet. She's quiet. She's quiet. Tuesday with Tamika. No, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is crazy because I just had this, not argument, but this little conversation with my boyfriend. And he was like, no, because you don't understand. I'm like, first of all, Tupac was born and raised in Harlem. Okay. He moved to the West Coast. (laughs) Let's not forget. He preferred being on the West Coast cool that's cool I said this is me I love hip-hop and I love I loved it more then than I do now I don't know what it is now but but what I can you not seriously she over here doing show tunes or something like doing (laughs) okay anyway this is what happens Tuesday with Tamika fam when when your kids is really out here not allowing you to live your best life. This is it. I, mean, <laughs> I was on a roll and then she comes out here and breaks out in a dance. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know that's distracting. You know what? I'm not going to let the, the devil use her. <laughs> I rebuke you. <laughs> let me turn over here. If y'all, listen, I'm glad this is a podcast because if this was video, I would be mortified, okay? <laughs> mortified. Okay. So, I I prefer Biggie. However, I cannot deny Tupac's lyrics. He is a lyricist. He is a poet. And you heard that? Bye, Felicia. Like, why? Uh-uh. You just 
This is what I'm seeing. I need to pray that spirit out. No, that's the spirit of I need to be seen. No, get out of here. Anyway, um, I love, but I love Biggie because he's from Brooklyn. Um, everything he to me, he's a storyteller. I love storytelling, I, as you know. Um, mm-hmm. so I love that about him. Tupac is a lyricist. Like, there's a difference between a storyteller and a lyricist. And Tupac is a poet. Like he, his, the mm-hmm. way his words flow, like that's undeniable. The things, the th- the words that he puts together is like, whoa. Yeah, I would not even thought. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. for that, I love Tupac for that. Biggie, that's my homeboy. Like, <laughs> you I'm rocking what? with you, Big. You know, so. That's fair. I, I, I'm i going to say that's fair. And I want you guys, Tuesday with Tamika fam, I'm going to put a little poll when we are promoting the podcast. And I want you guys to let us know, you rocking with Biggie or you rock, rocking with Tupac. But here's the great thing is when East Coast and West Coast link up, regardless, it's going to be fire. It's going to be of fire. Course. And we are of so course. glad <laughs> that there's no yes. beef here. Let's get into really some of these interview questions, because I know as a now four-time author, um, I just wrote my ebook. Listen, yes, you guys, go on over. It's only $2.99. Go on over and grab the Becoming Her Playbook. Yes, I girl, I've been out here. I've been out here doing some things, okay? I feel that. (laughs) I feel that. I'm all over that, yes. Um, so I wanted to, you know, as an author, it's not only an author, but a mother and so many other things, right? Because I believe that unfortunately, I, I think that with the pandemic um, and with 2020, it kind of forced people to slow down. And I know for myself, I read like 13 books last year. Like I was out here reading because there wasn't much wow. else for me to do. Right. Um, but I feel like people don't understand that um writing poetry any of those things it kind of calls you so when did you feel like you know what this is my lane and this is what I'm gonna do when I I love to hear these stories about when people knew that they were called to be a writer right well two parts to that question the first one is I grew up in the Bronx like I said but my mother was southern and um when she went outside I went outside. When she came mm-hmm. in the house, I went in the house. So, um, being in, I was indoors a lot. Well, she took us outside, but you know, I spent a lot of time inside. And um, mm-hmm. she made us read. Like we, she would, we would have books upon books. So I, I first fell in love with reading. Like I would literally read and go. Like I would read and go away. Like I would be inside of the book and I began Mm. to fall in love with the ability to do that by just sitting there with something with pages in my hand. And so when I, you know, in elementary school, my favorite subject ended up being English. Like I really loved reading the stories. And then we, when we had to like put our own imagination or own thought to something, it allowed Mm -hmm. me the ability to imagine. So that's when I started to really like writing because I felt like it gave me the power to imagine. And Mm. so um, it was in third grade. We had to read, um, I know why the cage bird sings. And that's a read for a third grader. I know it was like third, fourth grade. I read that book and I was like, 
but I, because I, I had, you know, already developed a strong mind for reading those mm-hmm. books like that were intense, but it was things that, you know, I read, you know? Yeah. And so I uh, read that book and as I started, I read it again, I think when I was like 11, 12. And then at that moment, I was like, I want to make people feel the way this lady is making me feel reading her book. And wow. I identified with her. I identified with parts of her story. I, I started to think about my own life at that young age, like, oh my God, that's how I feel sometimes. Or, you know, and then to see how she developed and grew I knew I wanted to tell stories too. And I wanted to make people feel good. And so Mm. as I went through school, anything that had to do with writing or reading or anything where I was able to speak or tell a story, I was on top of it. Like I loved it, you know? And I actually would say a lot, like I'm going to be a famous writer and I'm going to be a a famous author and all these things. Yeah. And, um, And then me, you know, as I grew up, as a teenager, my mother, you know, she had a tight rein on me. And so I, and my mother was a, I speak, you listen kind of woman. And mm-hmm. so a lot of my expressions wasn't, I wasn't able to express myself the way I needed to. And writing became my best friend. Like I could say whatever I wanted to my paper and pen. Nobody would mm. interrupt me. Nobody, you know, so that became my outlet. And so writing had always it always is it's like a it's like a friend to me you know Mm -hmm. so that's where but in third grade when I started reading books that really captivated me is what what made me feel like this is the area of I want to be in wow that I love that I love that I think every author that I interviewed they said right around nine or ten they really realized that they Mm -hmm. were an author and I'm gonna put that that book, the title of that book in the show notes, because if you have never read that, it is very yeah. intense. It's an intense read, but it's a um, one that I fully, I feel like every woman, I was going to say woman of color, but I think also um, our white um, counterparts need to read it as well, because yeah. it really um, illuminates some things that were going on um, in that time frame that really are still going on today. And it's just, it's a, yes. It's a very necessary read that I think every little girl, every woman should definitely read. So five books, right? You are a self-published author of yes. five books. Um, yes. I know that for, for me, you know, you said writing was a friend and I love that. I love how you said that. For me, it's, it's definitely also a form of therapy. Um, mm-hmm. Whenever I, I get myself like, when I, when I know, okay, I'm getting ready to write this to publish because of course I write you know in my journal daily and different things but when I know that I'm writing to publish there's kind of like a structure that I go through do you have a structure or any like interesting or unique quirks that you do when you're writing or do you just get pen to paper and go um it's a combination of both actually so for my first book I kind of put myself on a schedule because it was my first time publishing. It wasn't my first time writing, but it was for, it was my first time, excuse me, to publish. So I put myself on a schedule and I was very strict with that schedule. Um, so with the schedule, I did like nights between like six to 10 or six to 11 or whatever it is, whatever chapter I was working on at the time. 
And then I remember one time I had went away for the weekend and I told the person I was with, I was like, listen, I'm writing a book. I need time to, <laughs> to write. And I dedicated yeah. at least uh, two to four hours a day wow. writing so that I can get out everything that I needed to get out in the time frame that I wanted to publish the book, which actually didn't happen. Mind you, mm-hmm. the first book, the first book I wrote in less than 30, less than 45 days. I wrote wow. it in like 32 days, but I didn't publish it because I was scared. Mm. Well, that's a whole nother conversation. So on the yes. other end, so the on the other end, I um I don't I kind of just go with what I know I want to do next or whatever story I feel like God is pressing me to share. So mm-hmm. um I have uh, a relaunch of my 2016 book coming out in May, and it's the cover is different. It's the same chapters, but I'm adding additional chapters and it's, it chronolog or it tells the story of where I left off in the book previously and how mm. I, and how being brave has elevated in me. And so some of the things are controversial in the, in these new chapters. And I'm like, mm. so God, um, you love me, right? Because... <laughs> I feel like my business is about to be out here and I didn't really approve this, but I'm not saying that, you know, if you want me to do it, I'm going to do it. But I'm just saying, you love me, right? Because some of this stuff you saying to put in here, people going to be mad. I mean, I don't care that they're going to be mad, but I care a little bit. So... No, you know, I have, God has been pressing up on my heart for years to write like a biography, you know, to really tell my story because I've done it in bits and pieces here and there. And Mm -hmm. I like how you talked about fear because fear has definitely held me back. And I feel like I am like so courageous when it comes to like, I am the person you say, let's jump off the roof. You, you let's drive to here. I'm down. Like, I don't have any reservations for certain things. But I feel like um, bodies of work, first and foremost, um, everyone that's listening, I really want you guys to listen in. Come on, come on, lean in, lean in, lean in. When you write a book, (laughs) it becomes, you become a legend in your own right. You truly do because it is a piece of literature. It is a piece of you that is here forever. I've told this story before, but I do believe it's worthy of telling again. Uh, One of my, the first books that I read about self-development, self-development was by Napoleon Hill. And that book is, um, oh gosh, I I always forget the title, but it was by Napoleon Hill. I'll also put it in the show notes. And this book, he wrote it in 1936 or something. Oh, I know what book you're talking about. I just, oh, why can't I think of the name? I just think it's right there on the tip of my tongue. Ah, uh, if you think it blurted out, if you remember, because I'm, it's right at the tip of my tongue too. Um, think and grow rich. Think and grow yes, rich. There think, yes. So he wrote "Think and Grow Rich" in uh, 1936. It was not until like 1960 that it became popping, and then now today it's number two on the bestsellers list next yep. to the Bible. Next to yep. the Bible. Now this is hmm. over almost a hundred years old. This book is like 90 years old. That's what your book can be, right? We all we yes. all have the the um, potential 
I love the scripture in the Bible um, where Paul's talking and he's saying God is no respective person. So mm-hmm. if he did it for Napoleon Hill, that I don't even know where Napoleon Hill's relationship was with God at, because that ain't none of my business. But <laughs> I know my relationship with God. And I know that if I'm his daughter, if I'm a child of the king, why can't he do it for me? Right? right. Why can't my children and my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren say, my grandma was like, uh, you know, uh, Maya Angelou was like all the, you know, all these great prolific um, authors. We have that power within us. So I think that that's where the fear comes in. It's a really a fear of being seen. It's a fear yes. of like all the what if, right? What if it flops? What if it flies? What if it, you know, what if? Like, what if the people, because sometimes you do have to expose some things. Man, I, I'm, let me hush because God is talking and I don't want to get too deep into this because then it's going to turn into a whole deliverance service for some folks. Right. And that's not what we're here for today. <laughs> I really wanted to, I loved how you segue into your book that's coming out in March. Yes. So one of my very favorite, favorite, favorite cornerstones of Tuesday with Tamika is lifting as I climb. Now that is not just a catchy phrase that I use. It's like my lifestyle. Like I totally believe that we have been sold a lie that it's lonely at the top and that all, yes. know, that's a lie. if we continue to bring people with us, you know, then, then there is no room. There's no loneliness, right? I do believe that there's seasons of loneliness, but I believe yeah. that it's our duty when we get to a certain level to bring people with us. So that's why Tuesday with Tamika, we created the community spotlight where we're able to spotlight people doing amazing, amazing things in the community. And you one of them, cousin, you out here really doing <laughs> something amazing. So I really want you to take this opportunity to share all the great things you're doing, your workshops, your books, um, your programs, all the great things that you're doing, and really um, let the people know where they can find you and where they can get in contact with you. It's us, the community. All right. So what do I have? So my book, obviously, The Brave Life. Um, Please forgive me. I cannot think of the subtitle, but it's The Brave Life reloaded pretty much that is coming out in may and along with the brave life is this whole movement that god has elevated it to so with the book launch there will be life courses brave life courses that are now is going to be opened it will be called brave life international and so i will be doing series of courses different books different workshops different things that all pertain to being brave and telling your story and unapologetically. And so I'm really really excited about that. Um, What else? Oh, and there is also apparel now. I got my samples in. I've been wearing the t-shirt. For those of you that will follow me, you'll see it. Um, So I have three different versions. My favorite one is the I'm Brave and it has a lion in the back, which is crazy. Because I did the lion before the ministry event with Covered by God. So wow. I was like, God, you you was already I was like, oh my wow. God. So yep, I had a Listen, and so I can't when, we could talk all day about the the confirmation that I received during that last covered by God. It was, I mean, God had been dealing yeah. with me with heart surgery. 
when she said that I lost my mind I was like oh yep. my god me too me too it's it's yeah so that's definitely a conversation for another day but yeah so um so we have apparel coming out which I'm really excited about and different workshops and things like that so on that end that's new that's coming out that's that's a that's a Tamika Thomas exclusive because I haven't really announced all of that hey. yet <laughs> Um, in April, um, I am opening the doors to Beyond the Book Academy, and that is where I teach people who have books or power stories that they want to translate and turn into their signature workshop program or talk. And so um, doors will be opening probably by next Monday. I'll be opening the doors to that, and we'll be getting started in April. So I'm really excited about that. And um, oh. I have this series that I'm doing online. It started on International Women's uh, Day and I kind of talked about what it means to be a brave woman. And then I was like, what if I did this for the rest of the week? And then I was like, what if I did this for the rest of the month? <laughs> so I'll be um, having like live chats with different women and Ms. Tamika, I, I am gonna, you're gonna be getting an invite. Um, to participate in that conversation so yes um, and so they're 30 minutes and we just talk about what it means to be brave and what your journey was to becoming that mm. and so that's cool and last but not least I will be doing this is another exclusive I'll be doing a 30-day intentional manifestations of God Woo. um God has had me studying what manifestation is and where it originated from and is definitely ours. And it has been taken and tainted, but God is restoring that because when you intentionally focus on God, what you ask of him, he will give you and what you're given and what you see it's tangible is a manifestation. So boom. Okay. Listen, that belongs I feel to the people. God all over that. I feel God all over that word. So I'm excited about that. Um, I think it's going to be a two-day class. Um, so I'm really excited to do that. I just got confirmation to do that today. So that is all I got going on. <laughs> wow. Well, your plate is definitely full. But like I said with our guest last week, it's a beautiful thing when our plate is full because that means that we will never go hungry. So exactly. I'm super excited about all that you're doing. And you guys, I know you guys were writing down things, trying to figure out where to follow her, where. Don't worry, we will put everything. Oh, everything yes. will be in the show notes. But go ahead and let people know how they can follow you and stay connected. Sure. So I am at Takima House on Instagram and Facebook. So at T-A-K-I-M-A-H-O-W-Z-E at Takima House on Facebook and Instagram, which is where I frequent. And my website, www.takimahouse.com. Perfect. All of my perfect. books, so, all of that there. Perfect. So all of that will be in the show notes, you guys. Takima, this was so fun. I, I, I remember, man, this time last year with us chatting, going back and forth, you sending me to Barnes and Nobles to look at different journals <laughs> and how I wanted things to be. And I remember saying, I, I knew in my heart and in my spirit that we were going to work together, you know, in a yeah. different capacity. I just knew that. I knew that there was going to be more. I knew that there was more. So I'm glad that um, God really confirms his word. I'm glad that when he speaks to us, 
he confirms it. And, and it's not yeah. just us trying to make up something to make somebody feel good, right? I love right. that. We're right. really here for right. God. So I'm, yep. I'm grateful. This was fun. This was insightful. Yes. I've learned some new things about you. And I definitely want my Tuesday with Tamika fam. I need you guys to go over and follow her. But don't just be a consumer. We talking about being a consumer all year long. Yes. I want you guys to also <laughs> listen. Is that something God has been dealing with you with? Because yes. he has been He's telling right. me about being a Yes. Stop being a hoarder. Right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Stop being a hoarder. Consume, but give. Put into action. Use it. That part, that part, because listening to these podcasts week after week, it doesn't do anything unless you apply it. Applied knowledge is where we begin to see growth. So, but, but I do thank you guys for listening. I love you guys so, so very much. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for um, rating the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for following the podcast. Remember, if you have questions, comments, concerns, or if you have show ideas, Email us at TuesdayWithTamika at gmail.com. We will get back to you within 24 hours. Listen, me and my team, team, yes, Tamika got a whole team going on right yep. now. Right, Well, it's only one person, but that's either here or there. That's a team. We're two or three. Okay. We're two or three. Okay. God is all up in the mix. So, Takima, the way I love to end the podcast is I love to ask my guests, one of the things before the podcast, before the Restored program, before the book, God really told me in order for me to be all that he wants me to be, I have to live a life to inspire and not impress. So I want you to just, what does that mean to you? What does that quote mean to you? Living a life to inspire and not impress. Wow, that's big. Um, that's definitely the journey that I'm on right now. And to me, that means everything you do, you know you're doing it for a purpose, mm. not for validation, mm. right? And I think for a long time, I, I know I struggled with validation because I was trying to impress or prove. And God really had to take me on a journey of understanding that I didn't create you to impress anyone. Mm. You can't impress me. I made you. That doesn't impress me. Wow. I created you to inspire people mm. because of what I do and have done and am doing in your life. So for a long time, I was trying to impress. Mm. But really, God needed me to inspire. Oh. Right? And so that's what that means. You know, that's, and that's even revelation to me. Like, wow. Okay, God. Wow. You're right. I'm press you. You made me. Yeah. This is I'm your creation. So mm. I have, I have a, I have a need to inspire people mm. because that's what I was created for, you know? Ugh, that's so beautiful. Thank you, Takima, <laughs> so, so very much. I am oh, so you're welcome. Thank you. Um, about when this episode is going to drop. TWT fam, I love you guys so much. Remember to live a life to inspire and not impress. Remember to lift as you climb. Remember to allow God to turn every single trial into treasure. And remember that God has the ability to restore everything in your life. With that said, keep an eye on the website. 
cohort two for the restored program is coming soon. You guys have been inboxing me and messaging me. It's coming. It's coming. I love you guys so much until next Tuesday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.